Uh, before we get into the word, uh, an update on Pray and Go. Uh, this past week we hit um, a total, we hit that magic number, if it is magic, not really, but a thousand homes. So anyway, that's pretty cool. Um, we only went out uh, once this, actually, yeah, no, twice this past week. Um, but it was pretty cool to hit a thousand. So we are uh, making some progress. You can see the map out in the foyer that kind of shows our progress. We're coloring it in as we hit different sections. Um, some sections, Justice and I were scouting out. Um, there's like a, a neighborhood about a mile from here, maybe two miles. It, it's like the houses are like a quarter mile apart. So we're going to uh, hit like 15 houses. It's going to take like an hour and a half or something like that. There's some neighborhoods that are going to be like that. Other neighborhoods, they're really close and we can just knock them out. We've got a couple neighborhoods reserved for people if they um, can't walk as far. So um, talk to me. This Saturday we got reserved. Uh, December 7th we'll be going out as a church. So mark your calendars, 9 o'clock. We'll meet up here. We'll continue to go. We'll continue to pray. So um, good stuff is happening with that. I'm very excited about it. Let's look in the Word. Turn to Psalm 100. Let me ask, as you guys are turning there, what were we just doing in worship? Praising the Lord, right? And Chris um, did an excellent job. This is our Thanksgiving service. He did uh, an excellent job of picking out um, songs appropriate for that. So we're praising him. Um, another word you might use for that is, is thanking him, right? We're praising him for who he is and then also thanking him for what he's done. I just want to look at a couple psalms. Uh, and really my first point, and this is just more of an exhortation today, but my first point is we, we sing our thanksgiving to the Lord. So Psalm 100, it actually says it's a psalm for giving thanks. There's a, there's a number of uh, thanksgiving psalms, which you could actually just Google that, and then you could actually read all the different thanksgiving psalms. We'll just look at a couple today. But it says in verse 1, Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. And after listening to some of you sing, you guys, you were making a noise, that's for sure, right? <laughs> and it was joyful, so I'm appreciative. <clears throat> People are like, why do you sit in the back, uh, Mike? Sometimes I'm like, oh, there's a good reason for that, okay? <clears throat> Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. So that's something that we just did. goes on. Know that the Lord, he is God. Isn't it good when we're together, brothers and sisters? I'm reminded of how good God is. And I'm reminded that he's still on the throne and that the Lord, the one that we serve, he is the one true God. It says, it is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him, bless his name. So that's what we were doing, that's what we're going to continue to do. Then it goes on, for the Lord is good, his steadfast love endures forever. There's, that's my fav, one of my favorite Hebrew words. Maybe my most favorite Hebrew word is that word in verse 5 uh, for steadfast love. Different versions translate it different ways. Mine is steadfast love. It's that Hebrew word hesed. Just type in hesed again. Google that. You'll get a, a bunch of good info on how God has a covenantal love for his people and he is very faithful to his promises. So, for the Lord is good, his steadfast love endures forever, 
and his faithfulness to all generations. Look over at Psalm 118. We'll see a similar theme going on. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Let Israel say, his steadfast love endures forever. Let the house of Aaron say, his steadfast love endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord say, his steadfast love endures forever. Aren't you all thankful that that the Lord's love is never going to run out? That it's going to continue on and on and on all the way into eternity. Look down at verse 19. Open to me the gates of righteousness that I may enter through them and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. The righteous shall enter through it. I thank you that you have answered me and have become my salvation. Then a few verses later, verse 28. You are my God and I will give thanks to you. You are my God, I will extol you. I will give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. One of the things that I, I like about worship is we are literally able to give public praise and thanksgiving to our Lord for what he has done. And I know we're using our voices, and hopefully we're singing uh, melody, <clears throat> um, but sometimes when, I'm, when we're in worship, um, I might just stop singing for a little bit, and I'm just talking to the Lord and just thanking him personally. Because we're like, we can sing to him, which is awesome and we need to do. But sometimes during worship, it's like I'm communing with the Lord. I'm communing with all you and fellowshipping with all of you, but I'm also fellowshipping with the Lord. And sometimes I'll just stop singing the words, and I'll just talk to him and, and, and thank him and, and ask him for different things and praise him for what he's done for me um, because he's so good to us. He is so good to us. And he's so faithful. So we can sing our thanks to him. We can also pray our thanks to him. Look at Colossians chapter 1. It starts out, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God and Timothy, our brother, to the saints and faithful brothers in Christ at Colossae, grace to you and peace from God our Father. Now then notice how he starts verse 3. We always thank God. How often do they do it? Always. All the time. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you. When we pray for you. Since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and the love that you have for all the saints, because of the hope laid up for you in heaven... Of this you have heard before in the word of truth, the gospel, which has come to you, as indeed in the whole world it is bearing fruit and increasing. So my second point is is we can pray. We can pray our thanksgiving. Here Paul, and actually if you look in a number of his letters, it, it almost always starts after his little introduction. He always talks about giving thanks, and it almost always has the word always. We always give thanks. I appreciate the example that Paul has set of having a thankful heart. I have to admit, sometimes I don't always have a thankful heart. But you read the the scriptures, you read the Psalms with David and the other psalm writers, you read Paul, thankful hearts. 
things. In, in the, I mean, realize, right? In the midst of persecution, in the midst of everything they're going on, in the midst of, of all this stuff, thankful hearts. That should set the tone for us as well. So in a moment, um, we're, I'm going to have a couple, a couple gentlemen come up and, and are going to pray and pray and thank the Lord for the different things he's given us. Then we can sing it, we can pray it, and then we can say it. So then we're going to have an opportunity for anyone who wants to uh, say what they are thankful for. We have many, many things. We'll try to keep it to like one to two minutes each person. That way everyone gets an opportunity uh, to do that. So let's pray. I'll start off by praying, and then those two men will come up and pray, and then we'll have a time of public sharing of thanksgiving. Father, we come before you. We have so much to be thankful for, so many things. First and foremost, we thank you for you and who you are, and that you are our Heavenly Father, that you adopted us into your family, that you took us from the darkness and brought us into the light. We thank you that you sent your Son. Jesus, we thank you for the salvation we have through you. And Father, we thank you that you are on the throne in the midst of our trials, afflictions, persecution, disappointments, depression, discouragement, all those negative things that we struggle with and deal with and fight through, that you are still faithful and you still walk with us and you are still there. Remind each person here today of that truth. And we thank you, Father, that you've blessed us with so many riches in the heavenlies. Not talking tangible, but I'm talking the intangible things. You've given us the gift of faith. You've given us your spirit. You've given us the fruit of the spirit so that we can walk in a manner worthy of your calling. We thank you, Lord, that you are transforming us day by day into the image of your Son. And we do thank you, Lord, for the physical and tangible things that you've given us, things to make life uh, more enjoyable, things to make certain parts of our life easier. We thank you for the jobs that you've given um, the families at Liberty. We thank you for the financial blessings you've given the families here. We thank you, Lord, even for the food that we can go out to eat, Lord, that we can go home, that we don't have to worry about tomorrow's bread. You've blessed us with so many things, God. You've blessed us with amazing families that are at liberty. You've blessed us with a church that loves you, that serves you, that has a heart for you. And we ask, Father, that you would continue to increase in our hearts an attitude of thanksgiving. Give us thankful hearts, Lord. We all have reasons abundantly to be thankful. We pray this in Jesus' name. Lord, um, you have blessed us so much. And Lord, we have so much to be thankful for, but even more important than being thankful for, we have someone to be thankful to. And Father, we thank you uh, for the many blessings you've given us. Father, we just give thanks to you uh, for the good times. And Father, as tough as it is to say, we give thanks to you in the bad times, the hard times too. Father, we just trust in your sovereignty uh, that, Lord, you're bringing us to where you want us to be. And, Father, we just give thanks to you that you're always there with us. Father, you bring us through 
And Father, you will see us through. Um, God, we just uh, thank you uh, for the word you've given us, the scripture we have. Father, we thank you that uh, we can go to this word and we can have direct access to you uh, through your Holy Spirit in your word, Father, that we don't have to depend upon institutions or or governments or anything like that. But, Father, we can go straight to you. Father, we thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, that he came and he died for us and he gave up his life for us. He shed his blood. And, Father, he paid the penalty we can never even begin to think about paying. Lord, we just thank you for that. And, Father, we thank you for the uh, the gift of the Holy Spirit. And uh, we just thank you that we have this helper, this power that we need to get through this life. And, Father, we just thank you that through the power of the Holy Spirit that we can give thanks to you uh, when things are tough and when things are easy and when things are good. Father, we just, uh, we just thank you so much. Uh, for everything you've done for us. And, Father, I just praise, pray that, uh, as a song we just sang, Father, that praise to you will forever be on our lips. In your name we pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I don't even know where to begin. You've been so, so good to me. Lord, you, uh, your blessings are, are stacked upon blessings. Your grace never ceases. It continues on and on. Oh. I'm so thankful, Lord, that you've instituted your church, Lord, that I have fellowship with these brothers and sisters, Lord. We may praise your holy name because you are good. Lord, I'm I, I I don't I can't even fathom some of the things that I forget about. There's so many things that I fail to give you thanks for. Every moment of every day. Lord, we, we fail to give you thanks for the air we breathe every, every second, for every beat of our hearts, for every molecule that you're in control over and working out for our good and your glory. Lord, you are beyond any measure of man. I'm thankful for the bountiful blessings of my family. Lord, as you know, I was lonely and you put me in a family. I'm thankful. I'm thankful that you gave me a wife that loves you and works so hard to make things better for our family. All to glorify you. Thankful for, for kids that love you. Lord, I, I, I could go on for hours. And Lord, I know that even though I forget things, that your Holy Spirit, which who I'm thankful for also, continues to make my prayer beautiful to you, even though I'm 
negligent and can't ever get to the unending thankfulness that I should have. And Lord, I I ask you to continue to give me love for you and to continue to make my heart thankful to you. Bad things happen in this world, this fallen world. Lord, may I give thanks in those things. And Lord, may I give you thanks in the blessings that I see as well. And thank, thankful most of all for your son, and thank you for pulling me out of that depth of muck to save and clean me. I'm so thankful for that. I'm thankful for salvation and the hope that I have in your Son. And in his matchless name I pray. Amen. All right, what was my three points to my sermon? We can what? With, With the Lord? Sing? Pray? Say. You can sing it, pray it, say it. All right, awesome. It's going to be open mic, one to two minutes. Don't wait till the end, because you won't get an opportunity. All right? Sandy's already coming up. She's not waiting. One thing that I'm really grateful for is, uh, and thankful for is that God is sovereign. And uh, having a, a little bit of understanding of that in my life helps so much. Because everything that comes, no matter what it is, whether it's, you know, something that's joyful and and happy and good um, or something that's very painful, um, he is going to use it all for good in my life, in the lives of my family, um, my church, you know, um, and when, when I can look at it and see it for what it is like that, it makes all the difference in the world. And uh, it, it helps me be able to trust him with it. Um, so I'm, I'm thankful for God's sovereignty. Uh, I'm thankful for my husband of almost 40 years. It's hard to believe. But I'm so grateful because he walks through everything with me. And he's faithful. And I'm thankful for every one of my children, and I'm thankful for all of my grandchildren and the blessings of having three new ones just within a, th- a few months this summer and another one on the way. Um, and, um, yeah, and there's some, oh, and I am so thankful for my house <laughs> like never before and thankful that we could celebrate Thanksgiving in our home very quietly, like we've never done it before. But it was quite a blessing, and I was just overjoyed with being in my house. Um, so I wanted to be, um, I wanted to thank God this morning for his faithfulness in my life. Um, I know there are, you know, some of you who... I've talked to who know that like I've been going through a kind of more difficult period in my life just financially and um having a family and I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for Nori and, and Brittany, but uh you know one of the things that I really 
you see God's faithfulness even in the difficult times. And I think one of the things that I've been really thankful for is the support system that God has really placed me in at, at this time, just the support that I've gotten from um, my my parents and Brittany's parents and um, even the church. And so God has really been faithful um, that even though we've had difficulty, um, he's really shown his faithfulness in those moments. And so I wanted to thank God for that. Um, and just being able to open doors and give me opportunities. And um, I'm really thankful that God has placed me in a, in a spot where I can go back to school and really start to focus on on some things in the future. But um, ultimately, I really want to thank God for his faithfulness in my life and, and the support system that he's given me. So, yeah. So I'm really thankful for everyone who came up and decorated for Christmas last night. <laughs> it's touch and go there for a little bit, but <laughs> we got it done. And um, I also am thankful to God for everything that he's teaching me. This is really high. Um, I've been trying to focus lately on just like thanking God, like, like being thankful in my life for things, because I've had some struggles um, over the years, and sometimes I just feel like they threaten to swallow me. And somebody reminded me recently, she was telling me about um, a friend of hers who, and this was like years ago, she ended up like in a mental asylum or something because she was like so stressed out about her life. And so this, but this lady was a Christian. And so she went into this place, this mental facility, I don't know if it was an asylum or whatever, but um, while she was there, she was able to get quiet before the Lord, and she just began to thank him, and she said that she thanked her way out of her troubles and was able to overcome her anxiety, and so I took that as an encouragement, and I've been practicing thankfulness, and it just happened to coincide with Thanksgiving. It wasn't because of Thanksgiving or anything. Um, and another thing that I'm thankful for, and this is super good news, is that I had a cortisone injection this just about a month or so ago, and I'm not 100% pain-free, but I'm able to walk down off my pain meds, and I'm almost completely off them. Praise the Lord. Um, I want to share two things. I'm very thankful for, um, first off, that the Lord has really humbled me um, this year, and it's been something that's been hard to be thankful for. Um, you know, when the Lord's, like, disciplining you, you know, thanks, God, um, is not my first response. Um, but I feel like um, this semester at school has been really difficult, and I've had multiple moments where I was like, you know, oh, I'm not supposed to do this, or this is too hard, so that means God's not calling me to it, and Sometimes that's true, but sometimes life is just hard. And so I've been really thankful, um, you know, for a husband that pushes me through and a family that pushes me through and for a resolve that the Lord has given me to just, you know, take it day by day. 
Um, and so now I see that the Lord was kind of humbling me. I'm a control freak and I want to do it all myself and I don't want anybody else to help me because I know the right way. And um, so the Lord was just kind of like, no, <laughs> you know, we're not going to focus on that this year. And so I've needed help. I've needed to talk to a lot of people. I've needed um, time in the word. And so when you're pretty low and you're like, I can't do anything, you go to the Lord typically. And so God knew that. And um, I'm very thankful for that. Um, yeah, so I'm sure I'm going to be working on that next semester too, but you know, now I have a better mindset for it. Um, and then second, I'm really thankful for a pastor who chooses to give us, um, small steps in evangelism. Uh, I will say that, um, when he first introduced pray and go, I was like, oh, that sounds easy. And then I woke up the morning, um, last Saturday and I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this. I don't know if I want to walk up to somebody's door. They might open the door right away, and we might be like, this is awkward, like, what am I doing? <laughs> Not even knocking. Um, so I was kind of afraid, and I was definitely looking for an excuse um, not to go. And, um, you know, I was like, oh, I need to do this. It's the first day of break. I can, I can do something like this. And so the first couple of houses, you know, I'd walk up to, I was terrified, and Joy was with me. It was great because when you have someone with you, it really helps. So we just, like, tag-teamed and stuff. And by the fourth house, I was like, I can do this. I have been walking for a long time in my life now, and I've been using my hands for a long time in my life now, and that's all I need to do. Like, I can even go backwards. So <laughs> it really was, the Lord revealed to me not, like, how silly it was, but how, like, I don't know. I was just scared of nothing, and I appreciate the opportunity to take steps, um, and that Mike's not like, we're going up, knocking on everybody's door, and you're going to ask them, where are you going when you die? You know, I mean, that's a big question, and God has us answering or asking that question, you know, um, when he leads us, but it is nice to have a church, you know, and a pastor that's like, let's start slow, and let's grow together in this, and so that's my little plug for next Saturday. I can't be there because I'm in California for my brother's wedding, but go. Pray and go. It's going to make a difference, and the Lord is going to use us as his vessel. So. Not that short. <laughs> but I'm thankful for that. <laughs> um, I'm thankful for so many things. Obviously, I'm thankful for my wife and my kids. Uh, I'm thankful for, for my kids, even despite uh, some of them are going through some really hard, hard, hard times in their lives. And I never would have thought that. But I, despite all that, I am just incredibly, incredibly thankful for who they are. And uh, I can never imagine not having them. And I'm just, mm, almost makes me want to cry right here, thinking about that. Um, I'm also blessed and very thankful for... Uh, the experience that I, uh, many of you know, I'm, I'm going to school at Covenant Seminary, and uh, what an experience that is. I would have never thought, me being a person that hated school all of his life, even college, hated it, and now I'm going to graduate school, and I'm loving it, and I know I will grieve when I graduate in May and leave that wonderful place that God has blessed so many people professors and students alike. I also want to uh, thank David in particular. He's not here, but you will pass this on, I'm sure, Diane, um, 
just for the encouragement that he's been in my life. Uh, I don't think I would have chosen to go to uh, school um, if he hadn't uh, been a part of his teaching here um, in church for so many years and uh, what I learned from him. And I uh, just, you know, we've, we've got to be thankful for our pastors. I'm thankful for you and justice. And uh, thankful for the people here. Um, so many of them uh, have come and gone over the years. and uh, But it's wonderful to be able to have people to have friendships with, relationship with, because that's what we're designed for. And uh, I'm just thankful. What a, what a terrible thing it would be if, if we didn't have those people to share our lives with. I'm going to give God thanks for four things in two minutes, hopefully. Uh, first, my wife. So thankful to the Lord for my wife. Uh, she loves me and loves people really well and loves the Lord and is always an encouragement and a blessing, and I'm so thankful for her. Um, I'm thankful for everybody here and the people that um, aren't here that are traveling and sick this morning. You as a church and as a body, um, Every single one of you have blessed my life in different ways at different times and have blessed each other. And I am just so thankful for all of you as a church. Um, And then thirdly, echoing what Sandy shared, just the sovereignty of God. I think um, especially the past several months, as I look back on the past couple of years, just I'm so thankful that God is sovereign, the scripture is true, and that God works uh, all things together for the good of those who love him or are called according to his purpose. It's when you can trust in that and you look and you see just, I'm so thankful that I'm not in control <laughs> and that God is in control. Because if, if things went the way that I wanted them to in my life, in the church, in uh, so many different situations, it probably would not, it wouldn't be pretty. So I'm thankful that God is sovereign, even when I feel like I'm in a a time where I am struggling to be thankful for whatever the situation is. And then echoing what my wife said, I'm thankful for Pray and Go. Um, When Mike and I were talking about it a a while back, I was like, that's not a a bad idea. If he wants to go for it, let's go for it. But um, as I have done it, uh, I have been blessed, and it's helped develop um, a burden for the lost that I didn't expect, because I've, I've kind of prayed for and asked God that I would care for lost people, but I just, I don't know. It, it's been a struggle for me, and as I went door to door and prayed for each house, the more I prayed and the more I prayed, the more God gave me has given me a heart for the people in these homes. And so I'm excited that we're going to go and pray for each family, each house individually in O'Fallon. And as I've done that, God has given me a heart for these people. And it kind of goes in, in with the sovereignty of God, too, because for a little while I was like, man, what? Like these people, most of them won't care, won't know if we pray, and... You know, what 
can a little door hanger do and, and a prayer, but like God is sovereign and he can use anything and everything to draw people to him. And he hears our prayers as I can very well see again, as I look back over the past couple of years, I'm so thankful to see all of the ways and the times that God has answered prayers that I've been praying for people um, here and in my family. And I'm still praying for uh, people in my family and some of you, and God is uh, patiently moving in people's lives uh, that I'm not maybe seeing the answers I want to right away. But I'm just thankful um, for praying, going the the burden for the lost it's given me, and just the time and prayer for people that it has given me. So praise God. Well. Um... I don't think I could list all the things that I'm grateful for. Um, considering the events of the last couple of years, I'm grateful that I'm still here. Um, I think I'm probably the number one thing I'm most grateful for is my daughter, Sarah. Uh, just the other day, we were talking about what she was going to do in the next couple of weeks. Or She's in Iraq right now, and um, her boss had called her and said, Sarah, what's on your heart? What do you want to do? What should, how can I pray for you for the coming weeks? And he said, do you want to go home? And uh, she said, you know, let's just pray for the Lord's will. It doesn't matter whether I want to go home or not. What matters is what God wants me to do. You know, and if, something, if, if there's an opportunity that nobody can, that there's a need and there's no one else to do it but me, I'm going to stay because that's the most important thing. You know, when she said that to me, it really encouraged me to the point that the most I'm grateful for is that he has given me, as well as my daughter, a heart for him and to do his will. I'm grateful for the opportunities. Just a little over a month, month or so ago, I got an opportunity to spend 10 days with my nephew, who's an alcoholic, and minister and share the gospel with him. Just last week, I had the best conversation with my brother Mark that I've ever had. He's been very close to the gospel, and we had an hour and a half long conversation where he finally started to open up and started to listen. It was amazing. I got off the phone. I was like, wow. And then at Thanksgiving night, an opportunity to encourage the Snyder's relatives that were there to, to, the, to the woman. And, just, and it just happened. Just the door opened up. And just an amazing time of encouragement and keeping focused and the opportunities to minister and to preach the word and to speak into someone's life, those doors that are there and seeing it and stepping through it. I am thankful for those opportunities that he considered me worthy to do that. Because I'm not. And it's because of him. And um, I also want to praise and thank the Lord for my wife. Um, 
the things that one thing that we were expecting that we knew would come in time because she's been on the opioids for over 20 years, the dementia, what they call, what the Alzheimer's Center called opioid-induced dementia is beginning to show its ugly head. And to watch her deal with this and embrace it and, and understand what's coming and it's okay and that she needs to work through that and it's all right and it's been a huge encouragement to me. Um, she doesn't feel sorry. She's not a victim. She said, this is what it is, and I'm going to work through it. That is what I'm grateful for, for the people around me, Justice and Mike and the people here that have spoken in my own life. Uh, I am internally grateful that he is faithful in all things. So, um, um, uh, I'm just thankful that this year God has really answered prayers. Like I've had situations where he has shown me that he's there immediately. And so many things we pray for, you know, are long. They don't, they, we don't see results. We may not see them in our lifetime, but there's just been times of desperation and, and God just answered right away. And, um, and I'm just really thankful for that. And um, I'm also thankful that um, thankful for my parents who raised me to know the Lord. Um, Thanksgiving, Dan was talking about, you know, I've been praying for my brothers because they've wandered. And, um, and I see that God is drawing them through their wives. <laughs> um, so, one of them especially, but I know that God is working, and I'm thankful that he's showing me that he's answering that prayer, and um, and my parents always raised us, and I, I, uh, I'm sure that other pastors' kids understand that you're always having these other people in your home, and you can't have a family gathering hardly without, uh, you know, some person in need or, you know, a, a church member that is just always there, you know. And uh, in this Thanksgiving, um, my husband put me in that situation. And, uh, but I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that he chose to invite a family, that the one that David's been talking about, that decided to choose life for their baby. And, um, and I got to watch Jasmine minister to them. Just as I'm so thankful for you. You have ministered to her so much, and I know that most of her spiritual growth is from a lot of what you've been feeding into her throughout these years, and I'm really, really grateful for that. Justice is always on call, no matter what. He's positive. I've never heard a negative word come out of his mouth about anyone. I'm just really grateful for both of you. All right, I'm going to have the worship team come up. We got to, um, you know, we don't have too many traditions at Liberty. I kind of like it that way. Um, it makes it easier to change things. But we do have a tradition um, <clears throat> the Sunday after Thanksgiving of having a Thanksgiving service, and then we actually close with a couple Christmas songs. But I like the fact that we don't have a lot of traditions. I was listening to a pastor the other day, and... Um, 
they had some poinsettia plants. Some people call them poinsettia plants or whatever. That's probably the right, but I call them poinsettia plants. But anyway, they had like some poinsettia plants. It's like a tradition. Whenever those plants come out, I don't even know if it's Easter or whatever. We don't do it here, but um, when is it? Oh, it's Christmas. Okay. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> we don't even do that. <clears throat> Watch one show up next week, but no, don't do that. Anyway, some, apparently you can have like a deathly reaction. Some people can have like a deathly reaction to it. So they had these poinsettia plants, and the person was like, hey, I'm like deathly allergic, so can we do something? So he like moved them out of the way, and the next week in the offering, someone took an offering envelope, and on the back of the envelope said, return the poinsettia plants or else. Not even joking. Didn't even sign it. Used a little offering envelope to boot, you know. Nothing in the envelope, of course. But um, anyway, that and <clears throat> that just kind of shows, you know, and even I was just thinking about the pulpit. Because some of you guys have said you like Pastor Laurent's pulpit better than, than this one or whatever. Um, but, you know, one, one pastor, you know, replaced the pulpit unannounced, and it was like, there was like almost like a church split over that. Just because they replaced the pulpit, you know. I'd like to think if we replace the pulpit, we're not doing it anytime soon, but I would like to at some point, but that's not going to cause people to be up in arms or anything like that. So I'm, I'm glad that we are very moldable and flexible, and we don't, we don't get stuck in traditions um, that we don't need to be stuck in. But some traditions are good, and we rejoice in those. And one of the ones that I like, I know Justice and I think Steve Sanders especially like, is our kickoff to our Christmas music. This time, though, hey, it is December, okay? A lot of times it's like, the, you know, November 28th or 29th or whatever, but it is December, so the Christmas music does fit a little bit better. So I'm going to hand it over to Chris and the worship team. Why don't we all stand up? We're going to sing a couple songs, Christmas hymns, to end our Thanksgiving service. <laughs> 